0: and sharing that inspiration is what i'm here to do like that's my dharma that's my puzzle piece like i'm here to help you remember like how magical you are and this is a situation we can just show up in each moment with that love and with that hope that you know together as we start rising up and doing this work it's not just us that's doing it it's everyone who we connect with that's feeling it and you know for light like every person you hold space with and every person they come in touch with you know but it's like holding that as the main frequency like that is this is where we are at right this is the world that we're holding and then from there you know different magic can happen but you know really choosing choosing that heart energy choosing that love and leading with it and inviting people into it
1: Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, magical beings. Welcome back to the Cosmic Love Antenna and another illuminating, and luminous dive into a spiritual, health-related, mystical-related topic that I know is going to pull back some layers that are restricting your alignment, your health, and your mystical love. Today, I have the divine pleasure to have back on the show, the lovely Allison. We're going to have a conversation about all things light as a connection portal, a light as a portal to connection, light as a gateway back to deeper deeper elements of consciousness, expansion, tribe, inner powers, inner guides, and all the things in between. Alison Policier is a coach. She's a healer. She works with psych- psychedelic integration and activations around... A lot of the lucia light which if you're tuning in for the first time i'll put our first chat that we had together talking about lucia light we'll talk about it today but i'd recommend you go listen to that and you can tune into allison and her light in this world i'm excited to welcome her back allison welcome to the cosmic love antenna
0: thank you so much harrison for having me it's such a divine pleasure to be here i'm i'm really grateful for the conversations that you open. I've been following your podcast for a little while now, and it's so great to be back again in, in this magical space.
1: Well, Allison, I received that love, and it, you know, I feel I'm blushing a little bit to know that you're following the podcast because it's as we shared when we first connected. <laughs> as we as we shared as I shared when we first connected, you know, a big part of this podcast actually. I would stem to you know first hearing your voice on another show and you speaking about the Lucia light and my journey so you know I'm just really grateful that you're on my world and it's been so light, nice to see everything you're expanding into and everything you're doing around Lucia light so I guess with that love let me throw some love back at you cuz I want to know before we get into all things light what new love is in your world at the moment. So when I say that, I mean, you know, that can mean many things, but what comes up when I ask that question?
0: Mm, Thank you. Beautiful place to start. Love is, you know, everything and the beginning. Uh, But yeah, like as soon as you said the words love in your life, I just saw summer and just understanding the seasons of life. And kind of the way of energy growing and coming to these big moments of being outward and shining and then kind of coming back together. And there's a great love in my heart right now because many things that I've been planning and that and co-creating with this incredible mm. community with the Lucille Light are coming together. And wow, it feels like a very exciting time. So love is really celebrating this summer of, you know, that expansion of showing up and mm-hmm. connecting and doing all the things we've been dreaming of.
1: It sounds like Alison, when you share that, it sounds like a lot of the, the inner abundance or the inner creation that I think you do a very good job in cultivating in yourself is now manifesting. You're seeing the 3d version of it manifesting in front of you. Would that be accurate to say?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I I think that's exactly how it goes, you know. We plant these seeds and as we water them with our practices, they start growing and and showing up. And yeah, for me, it's waves, you know. I have periods where I'm doing some deep self-work and being internal and caring for myself. And then there's these moments in which all the inspiration starts you know, realigning and magic starts happening. So yeah, absolutely though. It's it's so fun to see what we call in actually manifest.
1: Yeah. Well, so speaking of that, let's, let's get into all things light. We will speak a a bit about what the Lucia light is. Again, I'll put it the episode in the show notes where we went deep into the machine itself and all the things, but I want to sort of start broad here, Allison, and see what comes up on your heart. When you connect into this concept of light as a portal of connection, what does that mean to you? That big smile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, light is so... It can be such a broad word in a way, because it's like an energy that carries information. It's a particle and a wave at the same time. You know, it's a, like a little piece of everything and with different parts of the rainbow highlighted. And so working with light is, is really about going into oneself and witnessing the incredible palette of colors, the rainbow of delight that is really inside all of us, and just yeah, feeling that.
1: I can feel you. I can feel you feeling it, my friend. I so again, I will speak to the seal light in a second here, but my journey with the light has helped me to remember. And this is why I'm excited to hear more about this event and we'll speak about it at the end of the podcast and everything around the theme today of Light as a Connection. My journey with the Lucille Light specifically helped me and continues to help me remember the inner light that's always been inside of me. And in many ways when we walk this journey, and this is my question for you, Allison, when we awaken our inner light in all the ways, right and it can be outside of the lucilla as a machine but just all the ways that we do it i've noticed that we get pulled to certain people right we get we get magnetized as our light expands right other individuals let's use Allison as an example and their light of illumination there's like a little uh, i think i see it in my third eye i see like a, a planet with a with an orbit and those and those light spheres, those light fields, they pull towards each other. Have you do you agree with that? Have you noticed that in your world, Allison?
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, my journey with opening to my inner light has been about really seeing more definition kind of in that outer space and being able to really see how each person holds like a light coat you know like a field of insight and information and when we connect with each other it's like different parts of us feel at home and I think that's the resonance you're speaking of and kind of that magnetism of there's like a a sense of home like my heart feels safe here Mm. and you know and then from that heart space there's this exchange of codes because it's a safe space and then you can be like here I am and all of my you know beauty and challenge and you know light and shadow like here's my full presence which is allowed accepted because of that heart heart space connection right and then yeah, I just, that's how we create this network of light of supporting each other and rising up together, you know, to me home. And I,
1: (laughs) I love, I love that description. Can I ask a, I mean, these are all personal questions, I guess, but I guess this is maybe a little bit more personal. What, when was the last time that you experienced that sort of rawness in the in the in sharing your fullest light and your fullest expression with someone, and I ask it because I know the last time I did that, and I'm very grateful for it, and it was beautiful in all the ways. But it was it brought up a lot of things that were unconscious, right? Were forgotten for a long time, and due to that other person's light and and their safety, their support, like you said, they finally had the permission to be felt. And, and to move through me. So I'm wondering the last time that you opened up fully in your fullest light, what did that look like?
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, Deeply personal. (laughs) Um, What came to mind actually, as you asked the question was Again, back to the community, I feel like my higher self and my presence here is really highlighting how community can be such a pathway to like our evolution. And as you said, as we become close to someone, as we really open the light in whatever way and whatever type of love, because it's really unconditional love that is that layer beneath, you know, what it means to really Mm -hmm. open ourselves. And so as we start this process of really opening ourselves, it's intimate. It touches, it touches those places that are super uncomfortable. It makes us suddenly notice a pattern in our own field. And we're like, Oh, 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 that's, that's me. Like I'm, I'm doing this. You know? So it is a, definitely a dance of bringing things up and, And that's, you know, that's the beauty of it. I think we're all on a roller coaster of awakening right now where we can, you know, open and feel and get uncomfortable and dance through it and just kind of connect in the next, uh, next wave and, and practice being open, but also clear, you know, and, and what we're holding like a big journey for me personally has been the practice of shifting from being very open, like completely open to everything and swimming in it and informed by all of it to kind of being able to take that back in and to find my center and my light and anchor from here and then shine out.
1: Yeah. yeah. You do that beautifully, Allison. You do that wonderfully. I, again, from afar, and even now in this interview, I see that, process of shining happening and i i would feel and this is where we can go next here you haven't done that alone right going back to connection and and tribe and having someone support us outside of us this is where that person comes in right to hold our hand as Ramdas says to walk each other home right to walk each other home in this instance to that light so Let's segue here, Allison, and talk about one of the ways that you facilitate walking people home to their light is the Lucia light. And for people that are, haven't listened to the first episode that are tuning in, can you describe to everyone tuning in what is the Lucia light? What is this crazy luminous light temple?
0: Absolutely. So if you have never heard of the Lucia light, I welcome you to a magical phenomenon. It's really kind of a conversation between your conscious and subconscious that's being illuminated by a lamp with special qualities of solid and flickering light. And so in this conversation, you have your eyes closed and your brain is receiving this light from this lamp and inside of your consciousness this the space opens uh, and how your brain responds to the light is that it creates all of these colors and patterns it, it feels the information coming in and even though science hasn't quite caught up to All of the magic mystery of what happens in the moment of translation, your brain creates all these beautiful neuro art patterns, similar to what some people see in uh, like a psychedelic plant medicine Mm. type journey. Mm. And so to speak to being a guide and walking each other home, I really feel that the lucia light is you know a tool that i work with to invite people to come back to coherence you know we can get stuck and our brain can get stuck in different brainwave frequencies and one of the things i really love about the lucia is it's not trying to control your brain or to force it into a different type of contortion you know because whenever we're thinking of what we really want in terms of alignment from our brain from our mental capacity we actually lose it it's like we're trying to put something in a box that's just beyond and so the lucia lights focus is rather than to kind of put you somewhere else that we think is better is to really invite you home into the coherence, into the harmonics, into the magic of your own heart, because that's where the magic yes. is. Yes,
1: you know? well, so. beautifully, beautifully said, Alison. I'm, I'm happy you brought it all the way back into the heart because I'll, I'll just share one of my experiences, and I want to hear one of yours, Alison. That has really been. The greatest gift that the light activations around the Lucia light has really given me has been a awakening of my heart space that I have since in many ways gone deeper around but for me the lights overall reminded me that the heart can be a lens that we view the world through rather than just as you said, the ego structures or the mental structures of the thinking structures that we think are the only reality, right? The limitations, the dogma, the programs from all the directions that we believe are the only way of being the Lucia light. And I would say light at large gives us almost a ticket to the other way of being right. And that's viewing it from the heart space. So I guess with that, Alison, what, it's been a while since I've chatted to you about the Lucia Light. What has been, since our last conversation, what has been a magical moment that you've got to experience that sticks out either on yourself or with someone that you've walked home to deeper states of connection? Mm,
0: it's so great to speak with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, You know, for me, I could say a few things, but one kind of repetitive experience I've had, you know, as we become more aware of subtle energies, you know, even just having this conversation, there's like these other layers of energy that are here. It's like, like you said, holding that lens of the heart, you start noticing other people who are holding the lens of the heart. And when you're, you're holding it together, it's, it's just magical. You're just like, oh. And, you know, we're inviting everyone to join us in doing it and deepening ourselves because it's a never-ending process. Um, But, you know, something I've really seen in people uh, time and time again that is so dear to my heart and is related to heart opening is that moment when the nervous system lets go. Mm. Like there's just something... You know, like we're receiving input, we're receiving light. And then, you know, at a certain moment, you know, like we're swimming through it. There's maybe some little thoughts coming in. Things start kind of opening and there's potentials. And then the mind starts quieting. And then there's this moment that I can witness and feel as a light space holder, light guide. And I can feel when people just, ah, it's like, Oh, you know, like you know, sometimes you take your breaths and you're like, oh wow, I could have just I wasn't breathing. You know, it's that that kind of feeling. Is I was like, oh, there it is. Like I'm I'm home. You know, and that's mm. where I feel like that that sense of home in the heart is so connected to that because it's the nervous system just feeling safe. Like, yeah.
1: can I add a can I add another lens to to this phenomena that you're describing? And I, I think it's I think it's beautiful. And I've, um, not only have I experienced it with myself, but I've experienced it with other people outside of light, outside of Lucia. And I think in many ways, what it is, is a reawakening of the divine feminine in many ways that is in that heart space. And what I mean by that is we have all been programmed to get stuck under the illusion that, we live in a very masculine, divine, masculine way of being, right? Outward projecting, outward doing, outward striving, outward creating, outward taking steps. And that's all needed to find masculine as part of the polarity. But we've forgotten, for whatever reason, that there is a deep, a deep beingness inside of us that expects and gives us everything, expects nothing and gives us everything right we we and i'll just speak from my lens as just an example right i grew up religious with the idea that something's outside of me that i need to prove myself to otherwise until then i'm not enough when in reality what this feeling is is the opposite of that is i'm enough just because i am and when i finally tap into that some of those symptoms those feelings those sounds tend to come up. Do you agree, Alison, this?
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's really well put. And yeah, I think a lot of us can relate to that, you know, that moment of the external. Yeah. The shift from the external to internal, because actually ultimately, and I've also seen people, I would say get stuck on the internal part. It's kind of like, Oh my God. Oh, Oh, it's all for me, like oh, great, cool. you know, and that's really, really beautiful. Yeah, and there's also that part of like, once you're filled up, like Sharing you, it. yeah, giving back, like it's that the tantric ebb and flow of life that really brings that juiciness in life about. You know, life is about creating that, yeah, that pleasurable, energetic flow. So if you're just in either one, just like in your nervous system, just like all of it for me, I'm like, wow, it's all just about how we get stuck and like yeah. coming out of getting stuck. It's that easy. And, and the light, or this moment of deep eye gazing, or just, yeah. you know, laying in the grass or, you know, looking at a view after a hike, like, or holding a tree, like, wow, there's so many ways that we can really open this space and, yeah, it is. It's just allowing the energy to move or like we're we're afraid to receive because the world's been cruel to us. Like how many of us have been just, you know, like, thank you. But like, I'm good. I don't, I don't need anything. I got this, you know, put the heavy bag on and keep going. You know, it's, uh, and at the other hand, you know, once we're, once we're strong enough, it's like, how are we showing up and what is helping us from doing that? Because, you, we are ready. People need you. You know, yeah. listening to this, you're ready. Like you're qualified,
1: <laughs> and, that, and that's that's the light. Right, the your qualification, the thing that you then share with the world after you've filled yourself up with the love in that in your inner space, right? That's the light. Right, the love is the birthright. The light is how we share the love with the world. So it's. You know, it, I want to shift here now to this sharing of the light, and ask you, Allison, why is this needed now more than ever? Why? Why do we need to not just share the light? But why do we need to share the light for connection right now? Why does it? Can we wait? Why is it now important?
0: <laughs> I love that. I mean, for me yeah, there's, there's no need to do anything. You know, that's kind of the medicine of the light and of being in that overflowing. It's like, do you need to do it? No. Like, doesn't the light need to be here? No, but actually is there openness and awareness increasingly, which is fun, you know, because we're, we're just you know playing in the Maya. Like we're moving towards a time where people are more awake and as part of that there's more challenge you know it's just kind of like as you open wider you touch those parts of yourself I think we're all kind of really yeah expanding and then from that place you know it's a choice of yeah where we're directing that that heart energy and yeah
1: can I can I ask, what are you seeing in your in your light community, in your Lucia light community? And again, at the end of this chat, we're going to speak about a beautiful event that we're hosting together around this same topic of light and connection. Alison, are you seeing in your community, you know, not just this expansion, but are you seeing it impact the world in a certain way? What's what are you noticing?
0: Yeah, great. And thank you. I was a little out there on that one. I was like, whoo. Um, <laughs> um, the heart can take you there, right? It's just like it opens so wide. You're like, well, wherever All you yeah. lead your heart is perfect. There's no timelines, but but it's also about stepping forward. And what I am seeing in the community right now, um, on just in the greater sense that people are even interested in experiencing the Lucia Light, is that there's an openness right like we're ready we're like you know what let's do this let's shift and when you're ready they say the teacher appears right and then and then when you get over it the teacher's gone like when you actually make it you know the teacher's no longer there so you can look at things like the lucia light and other other things that might show up upon your path as being you know anchors along the way and I do think people in general are are increasingly aware because you know psychedelics are becoming more mainstream phenomenon. Once again, the next rise um is is opening up. And there's still a question of like, do we need to do that much or is that safe? Or you know, so, or how do we go deeper in those experiences? There's many questions around that. Um, and what I've seen in the light community is yeah, just uh I've really seen a new kind of tenacity that has grown. You can see in people who have worked through COVID and like supported others through the last, you know, the great pause, whatever you want to term it as those, like there's been like years under our belt, like we've all grown like decades, you know. I'm so excited because upcoming, we have a summit um, for Lucia Light this coming weekend. And one of the reasons I'm super excited is because we've just all been through such incredible alchemical transformation in the last four years as light guides and creators and people really have an incredible offerings in ways that they're working with tools and ways that they're showing up for their community and ways they're holding space and yeah to come together for like lighthouses out there doing this work and that applies to all work you know people that are healers and running your own business solopreneurs of whatever sense, or your artist, like you can feel like you're out in your own, but there's, there's these communities. Yeah.
1: I think that's the, that's the word. Thank you for sharing that Alison. I think that's, that's the word lighthouse and beacon. I think uh, this is where I want to take the conversation next. I think within this journey that we're all on, and I think we could describe it as a journey from the head to the heart within that journey, I think it's very easy to get lost, right? It's very easy to get, I speak about this all the time on the show, stuck in the pain, stuck in the wounds, the stories, the limitations, the perceptions of reality that we think are true. And we might have the best intentions to be in that heart space, but we fall down. And it sounds like from what you're saying around the lighthouses and and the light community, the beacons themselves become a sort of directory to help you to keep going, right? So let me ask a question about that, Alison, in your experience from doing this work with light at large, what are some of the most common blocks that you've seen as we take this journey from the head to the heart? What So for example, I speak a lot about the inner child, right? Inner child wounds that come up of abandonment and rejection and things like that. What what have you noticed as a consistent sort of challenge and block that comes up when people are trying to use light as connection?
0: One big block I've seen time and time again is subtle energy awareness blockage meaning more that the person is adverse to their own method of sensing. (laughs) And so it has some kind of hierarchy around sensing. And this is this is a huge block because really to me the journey between you know the head to the heart is coming into the body you know first of all and they're like oh hi hello magical friend um we're in this together like let's have so much fun um but you know and and in that process it can just be like wait, I don't feel anything. Like, I don't feel any, I never feel it. I never feel anything. It's like, well, you seem to be feeling things because you have very strong emotions. You know, people can have really strong emotions, but maybe that's not sensing, you know? So there's all these, or like they have pains in their body or, you know, very subtle awareness of sound changes or, you know, there's so many ways in which our body or kind of awareness speaks to us through this medium of this planet. Right. And that's, and that's what's so fun about being in a body is like, we actually have all of these ways to tune in. And so I really encourage anyone listening. If you've prioritized visual, um, awareness as like needing to see something, see something in that phrase, that's like a, a big block, you know, that's kind of hiding. It's like a wall and behind it's all these like magical ways of perceiving. So
1: this is a big topic that you're talking about. This is, I'm so I didn't expect you to say this, but I'm so happy you have. Because that that beautiful description of starting to love on the body, we start to realize that we are a multi-sensory being. And yes, our I would classify our physical vision and then our spiritual vision, our clairvoyance, right? That is one part of it. But we also have you know, as you said, our skin, but I would go further and say our clairsentience. We also have our hearing. I would go further and say our clairaudience, right? All of these spiritual abilities that we all have access to. But we, and this is a question I want to ask you, we place expectations on ourselves and we tell ourselves what we think it's going to look like and inadvertently we stop the unexpected from coming in. So do you think... Do you think we have a challenge here with expectations and attachment to that, Allison?
0: Beautifully phrased. Yeah, I feel like it is the expectations, attachment, and lack of ability to be present, Mm. right? So challenge with being really present. Because the thing about all of it is, is you can actually really play and be like, Oh, what's going to happen next and, woo, 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 and be in that space. If you want, if you keep coming back to your center and getting real, like the problem is not the creative flow of ideas and magic that's flowing through your life. The, the, you know, where it becomes challenging is if, you kind of hold on to something as the way, you know, you're like, Oh, this is it. You know, this is going to save me, you know, like that's enough of the light. like in expectations. Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah. Have you heard of the term? That's what I share with uh, clients and I remind myself of uh, become the hollow bone. Do you know what that means in that in for people listening in shamanism, it's, this is used to help people do exactly what we're saying to be open to the unexpected, right? To step into anything as the student, right? Because that's what we want to be. We don't want to, as much as I've learned all the things and Allison's learned all the things, we want to continue being open to the things we don't know. Because I don't know if you experienced this, Allison, but the more I've learned, the more I realize that the horizon of education, it just keeps going, right? It just keeps. Like it gets further and further away. Am I, am I crazy in that? Am I alone in that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was so spot on. I mean, because it's the same thing, right? There's no way to know it all. I remember even actually as a kid, I was an avid reader, but I got to a point where I was like, "Oh my god, this terror of like I'm not going to be able to read all the books. Like, what am I? uh, I'm missing something, you know?" But when actually. It's you know just being so present and not knowing like that hollow bone of being open to whatever's coming through and again even like this I was like oh at a moment before the podcast of like oh I, I didn't even really have time I've been having so many things going on to think about what I'm going to say and then it was just that reminder of just like well whatever comes through is what needs to be heard you know because it's not even always saying the most accurate thing that matters it's about the energy right it's like the how you know. The how we're approaching it, how we're doing things. This is what people are feeling. Our light codes that we're exchanging yes. and that anyone who's listening is feeling right now. Yes. These light codes are not because we have double PhDs, you know, <laughs> in quantum physics. It's because we're open to like the energy flowing in our in our yeah. field. Hmm.
1: It's oh, so we could do a chat on just what you said right there, Allison. Right, it's, I would recall it becoming the channel. By right, opening up your, and for everyone, I want everyone to hear this, right, your birthright of being a channel of divinity, right, a channel of divine frequency that expresses through our words, whether those words are understandable or not, right, that's, it's so key, which flows onto another question I want to ask you, Alison, around this topic of light as a portal to connection, I've noticed, and this is what I'm going to talk about At the um, at the event this weekend, the Lucia event, I'm excited to share my experience with this. I've noticed that light has been a portal for connection, not just for me and outside people like you and Claudia. She's been on the show and other beautiful souls, but it has especially been a portal for connection to other parts of me. So what I mean by that is, again, that presence of divinity. But let's just you know, step back from that let's just say you know a higher self or you know if we want to get multi-dimensional other aspects in different planes of reality so without going too often to the galaxy allison have you noticed this have you noticed this as an experience in your world
0: Absolutely. yeah I'm, I'm really excited to hear you dive deep into it this weekend. Um, but yeah for me I you know a thousand percent that was why I started working with the Lucia light was because immediately I found kind of the portal in it and actually it took me a while to get back to it in a certain way because there's different layers in which you can experience the Lucia just like layers in which you can experience reality. So just as we said, you know, you can call forward parts of yourself in a meditation, you know, of your child self and hold that part of yourself, you know, um, at the same way you can call in Kuan Yin and you're like, Kuan Yin. And start feeling her presence and compassion and unconditional love in the field. So we can do all these things, right? And what the Lucia light gives us is kind of an accelerated entry point or practice space, sacred space to to practice that in. And so whether it's connecting with your guides, your higher self um, or, you know, ancestors, loved ones, I've had amazing experiences personally, clients on that level. Or parts of yourself in this moment of, you know, defragging, kind of rearranging, you know, sometimes after a relationship, for example, there can be these places of pain, right? And you spoke about, you know, being so open that you touch into those pain spots and if you leave that in this hurt, dejected place, like this is a person you loved, like this is a person who you thought was ever like the coolest, most amazing, incredible person ever. That's why you love them. And so if you leave it in this pain place, yeah. you also recreate like a new template in your field to attract more pain, right? Until you can heal that. So it's a place for really going within yourself. And you know, uh, have you read the, the Art of Contemplation or heard about it by Richard Rudd? Yeah, yeah, oh. so good. Yeah, I I love Richard Rudd. He's amazing. Um, making and if anyone hears this and doesn't know who he is, he works. He kind of downloaded the Gene Keys, and the Art of Contemplation is a book that he came out with, and it's really about, yeah, doing this like putting a topic or you know, a memory or something or a person or a relationship into this space of contemplation. And of course the light in my world and life, just, I get excited because I was amazing tool to work with. I'm like, Ooh, I can just pop it in the light. So it's a, a magical space to put something in to contemplate and to rearrange and to, you know, allow different brainwaves, like move away from rigidness. Like we want to be flexible. And I think I touched on this earlier, but that's a healthy nervous system that's a healthy body. That's a healthy life is actually flexibility and being really present, you know, enables so much flexibility. It's incredible.
1: It's, it's interesting, Alison, as you share all this, all of these deep divings into our inner world, all the different aspects of being it, from a funny perspective, it, it really makes me wonder, I don't need to leave my home, right? I don't, I don't. Yes, I want to connect to other souls ultimately and and be in the world and have all the interactions, be in relation, right? So important. But there's so much I can do on my bed with that Lucia light, right? There's so much I can do in a meditation, right? There's so much I can do with, you know, any tool that we decide to use. And I think it brings up the point of, you know, I hold the Vedic perspective and I think you do as well, that. There is no outside reality, right? There is just our inner state of consciousness that we project through our current lens of awareness. Right. So if our and I'll give an example and get your thoughts on it. If I if my life isn't going the way that I want, like right, let's connect it to the topic of today's show. I'm not connecting to the people I want to connect to. I'm not having the relationships, the friends, the lovers, then I could go out there and force things, push things be in that pain, or I could come home, sit down with myself and go jump in my spaceship, my multidimensional spaceship, and go for some diving in my heart and see, change my inner reality so my outer reality reflects that. Does this resonate, Allison?
0: <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> I love that so well put wow yes and it is exactly that you know it is a reflection and there's no there's nowhere to go really like anywhere you're gonna move in physical space your issues are coming like they're not like hanging out behind (laughs) they're not like giving you a vacation they're like oh i'm gonna be there like just when you try to relax like i'm i'm gonna be showing up so It's not about escaping, but, you know, it's like, if you're like, oh, I can go on a vacation knowing, like loving them, like coming into, you know, coherence within yourself, then that's way better than having them irritate you. And then when they're like, okay, actually I feel better. And they leave you alone. Then, you know, then, yeah, then the things that you want will start coming into your life because you also have the bandwidth, you know, and sometimes something I like to remind people is like, you only have so much energy. And so much bandwidth and so it's not about being everyone and everything and there's so much conditioning so it's not personal like it's just realizing like we all have all this conditioning that we're supposed to be like everyone else and there's this you know the opposite side of this like you know you know as a herd mentality so of course we need to be social but then there's all this like you know, people jumping on conspiracy theories and like everything getting really rigid right in another way when and so some of us have just retreated out. So I would also say on the other side of it, socialization is important, you know, right? There's like a there's a balance here because there's also a way to be like, and I've been there where I'm like, I'm not in the mood for like everyone, <laughs> Like, you know, like I my frequency right here, right now, is aligned and I do not want to leave the house. Like I am good with that. Like, so there's, you know, of course, we have different moments, but as light workers, if you're able to hold that frequency, then you know, my challenge to you is to get out the door and keep holding it out the door and shining it. You well, know.
1: Can I share a so with this exact point? Can I share a little? Uh, image analogy uh, metaphor that was recently uh, I heard from uh, forgetting his name Uh, he wrote the book on Eros I'll put it in the show notes but a beautiful man that I listened to a mentor in my life shared this analogy of the spiritual awakening journey and it describes beautifully what you're saying around this choice of Going inwards, doing the work, but then also having the opportunity to then step back out into the world, and he describes it as a puzzle piece, as a as a beautiful puzzle network, jigsaw puzzle. And there's three stages, and I'm sure we've all heard versions of this, but the three stages are the important piece. First stage is we feel where the where the piece that's disconnected from the world, and we feel like we're we're isolated, we're alone. We are not special and everyone else is over there doing their thing, but I'm just this unique piece, but is uniquely maybe broken or flawed or not enough. Stage two is we awaken and remember that not only is none of that true, but I am a part of the oneness. I connect back into the bigger picture and there is this ever expanding godliness outside of me that I am inextricably linked to, right? But then stage three is seeing that even though you're a part of the oneness and connected to the all all the time, within the jigsaw puzzle, you have a unique outline that is needed for that God to be, not just to be complete, but as you said, start to expand, right? Because what is consciousness? Consciousness isn't stagnant. Consciousness or God is ever growing so this last stage and i'd love to get your thoughts on this alison is not just remembering that we're connected to the all and that we have divinity inside of us but when we do decide to share our light that light is adding more god to god or adding more oneness to the oneness how's that feel
0: I can really, I really feel that. <laughs> yeah. And then it speaks to what I was talking about before, like the, uh, our light grids, you know, and how you said people are drawn to each other. And then, you know, in that lighting up, we, we impart things together and we hold a new frequency. And for me to be brutally honest in that, you know, Allison very human part of myself, you know, there's, there's moments that arise where I'm just like, Oh, we are in trouble. <laughs> We're really in trouble as a species, as, you know, a collective conscious, you know, there's a there's a real feeling of the depths of some of that. And however that shows up for you in those moments, there's, you know, for me, a reminder that the really only hope I, I see is that we can could do it together. Like we can't do it alone, right? And that's the same thing with the unity consciousness. But it's not like about me being this really famous person that's out there like everyone looking it's like about all of us rising up and everyone and like and seeing each other and then more and more people just getting magnetized into that vibration and then from there again our outer reality is going to change right you know and for people who feel that environmental pressure and all of that, it's real. And remember, like we need you to hold the frequency of that collective of what's possible to shift, you know, after we come into this next stage of consciousness. Because the amazing thing about humans, which sometimes I forget in my um, you know, moments of frustration with how we're living on this planet and interacting with the, the most super sacred being of Gaia, is I remember that you know, together, we're figuring it out. And we chose to do this all together. And that, you know, the earth chose us and chose to have this experience. We all like we opted in, we like checked that little thing. Like, I want that email. You <laughs> know, We chose it. And we're here. So it's like, we don't have to like be lagger all of the pains like we can just be we can be like, okay, I opted in. I'm here. Yeah. This is a situation we can just show up in each moment. With that love and with that hope that, you know, together as we start rising up and doing this work, it's not just us that's doing it, it's everyone who we connect with that's feeling it. And, you know, for light guides, every person you hold space with and every person they come in touch with, you know, for any light guides on any type of light guide, whatever that means to you, you know, if you're a sound healer, like you're holding, uh, you know, shifting frequencies. Yeah. And so,
1: by yeah. shifting frequencies by just being you. Right, I think that's the that's the magical part of it. Like you're helping people in the way that you beautifully outlined by being nothing else but you. Right, and the moment that you think otherwise, the moment that you think you need to be something else is the moment that that frequency stops. Right, it's blocked because it doesn't know how to express itself any other way. And so when you put on the mask of, I have to be this thing because that person outside of me said that that stops your healing, right? That you, and I, this is such an awakening moment for me because as I was listening to your analogy, you know, getting that email and opting into it, I think we're all getting the email, but most of it's going to spam, right? For most of us, that email is going into our junk and because we're putting on all these masks, right? That we think we need to have on. And going back to, and this is my next question here for you, Allison going back to that divine feminine heart right that space of love in our heart space if we just connect into that we realize we can just take all that off and once we've taken it off we move the email out of spam and we realize that our unique frequency was always the thing that was needed so the question here for you Alison is what does love have to do with it what is what is <laughs> what is the role of Without me singing, what is the role of love in this light journey? How does love play a role?
0: Oh, what does love have to do with it? I mean, love is infused in every single droplet of this reality you know every crystalline grid of it you know i think it's it's waiting behind everything and you know we we're talking about that filter over it you put in spam you had an automatic filter that was like i'm not ready to feel love it was just like love and your body or system contracted and you're like oh, no, not yet, you know, like, once things are better, then I can have love, you know, and, you know, love has a way, just like water has a way through stone, you know, love is pervasive, love continues, and, you know, for me, a huge, huge, huge step that I can, you know, really feel and notice in others around me that have gone to the places about that truly, like, unconditional love in terms of, yeah, different types of relating, right? Like holding the first layer, like the undertone or like the the heart space, maybe because it's kind of in the center, it's through the heart, but it's like holding that as the main frequency. Like that is, this is where we are at, right? This is the world that we're holding. And then from there, you know, different magic can happen, but, you know, really choosing, choosing that heart energy, choosing that love and leading with it. And inviting people into it.
1: Allison, you do that so well, my friend. I, I think that's, I shared this at the start of the podcast and the other episode we did, but when I first yeah. heard you speaking about the Lucia lights, you know, that podcast many years ago, at the lifestylist podcast, you know, the Lucia was interesting that of course, cause I ended up tuning into that world. But I think the thing that inspired me the most and I hear it now in this conversation is the inspired love that you have behind it right and I think you do have a, a mission that is very specific to Lucia but at the same time I think what's probably more important is the love that you are that you infuse into it right and it's infectious right it's infectious not just because you're doing it it's infectious because it inspires me to do the same right in my work in the world. And I think that is a teaching in itself, right?
0: Oh, Harrison. Yeah. And it's beautiful. You say that, you know, cause for me it's truly it, right? Love. And sharing that inspiration is what I'm here to do. Like, that's my dharma. That's my puzzle piece. Like, I'm here to help you remember, like, how magical you are and inspire you to get on your mission. And it's funny, because in the beginning, you said, I'm a coach. And I thought, like, oh, I've always been a little adverse to the word coach, personally. (laughs) So I uh, Ubered on acid on Instagram and stuff. Just being able to laugh at the spiritual sense of ourselves, where we think we're kind of, like... I don't know, guiding, you know, there's, it's interesting, right? We have all these connotations, but then I was feeling into it and I was like, Oh, there's, well, there's resistance in me to kind of needing to lead that way. Like, I just want to walk my path. Like, I don't need to, you know, and just and see you like, all we have to do is see each other. We don't actually even have to be like, in fact, I don't like coaching. I do a group, um, uh, summit like the accelerator here's anyone who's listening from the accelerator um I love you so much and yeah like my highest excitement is not like reminding everyone to do stuff it's tuning in together and hearing each other's stories and stuff you know it's like at the end of the day we have to be our own coaches like we have to get our own stuff together like it's about our own path I'm not here to cheerlead anyone along the way what I'm here to do is you know invite that heart space, like the true joy that I feel for the work and for my life. And that can be felt is it's deeper than, you know, like some congratulating someone. It's not like about you're awesome. It's like about, yeah, we're, we're doing this. we're doing this. We're doing this together. Like it's uh, a, yeah. unite.
1: yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's a seeing of that godly consciousness in each other. Right. That's, It's interesting. I want to hear about the, before we wrap up today, I want to hear about the conference, but just, I need to say this, like it's, we don't need to congratulate each other because that power, that worthiness, that presence, that love that we've talked about, that light that we've talked about today, it's there. It's like, it's never, it was never not there. It was never not there in a case of, I need to congratulate you to get back to it. So it's, I think what you're trying to describe is, celebration isn't needed because you were there already. And I think a word that I would replace with coach, if it doesn't work for you, my friend is a mirror, right? A divine, a divine mirror. When you stand in that light, you can see, you can help others see theirs, right? So let's tie a little beautiful light bow on this, Alison. I really enjoyed dancing with you today and talking about all things. Love and connection and light itself. For people that are joining live here today, I see all of you beautiful souls in the Facebook chat and on YouTube, LinkedIn, and even on the podcast, because this will be coming out uh, at the time of this recording this weekend. Allison is putting on a beautiful event that I'd love to hear her talk about, that I will be speaking at, that is centered around this topic, right? Light as a portal to connection. So... I'd love to hear you speak about it, Alison, and you know why you're excited about it.
0: Mm, thank you, Harrison. So, yeah, um, as a community, we are really rising up right now. The whole light world. I'm I'm so excited about it. Like I said, we made it through these challenging times, holding space, and I feel like everyone has come to this new place. And so, the it's actually called Perspectives, and my goal with it was to actually hear different perspectives from around the world of people who are working with this incredible technology. For example, you know, Kat out here in Colorado, who's an osteopath, and she works with the fascia and understanding how to unwind the nervous system with the lucia light. or one of the inventors, um, Dr. Dirk Crockel, will be speaking on being like a mystic and psychomagic and psychoneuromagic. And like, wow, like having a neurologist who's you know, open to all this incredible phenomenon uh, speak. And, you know, uh, Engelbert Winkler is another doctor who invented the Lucia and he's also speaking on the art of dying and the Lucia light. And so I really, there's so many things. I can't list them all, but I'm really, really excited to have the space. And so I basically, you know, my Dharma again, cause I'm kind of I'm in this overflowing place. Like Lucia has been a really central part of my life. The last decade but i can feel my soul growth into what i'm really here to offer coming to you more and more um and you know it's kind of like that opening that safe opening to who you are there's layers and lucia will always be a tool so i feel like i'm you know engaged in a big hurrah right now to celebrate the community invite the community to really step forward step up step together as well um and move into more of a collective feeling like I've been kind of driving the driving the way for a long time with a banner, like, ah! <laughs> and I'm kind of like, how cool would it be if we had like a collective of people, you know, so I'm calling forward uh, new possibilities. I'm, and I'm really grateful for that. Like, I really am so grateful to open a space for people to share, um, people to come listen and support and ask questions and connect uh, and, and be inspired ultimately. as I love it on the
1: world i love allison for people tuning in if you're interested in this event i just you know i cannot recommend this enough if you're in my community like this has the lucia light and allison specifically has been a to say that she is a lighthouse would be drastically underestimating her impact on my life but she's been a lighthouse in my awakening journey and i know that she can be for you too and everything that she's bringing together with this event so i will put uh, a link to the event and, the, and the, how to sign up and how to join I will be speaking so if you're interested just see me talk uh, I was Alison will be interviewing me uh, I think around this time next week actually same time almost I think earlier and we'll be talking about a uh, higher consciousness connecting to our deeper parts of ourselves through light as we spoke about a little bit here today Alison my final question for you is I mean, I'm just personally interested in this, but I think people who follow you will be interested to know. You just gave us a little snippet or a, you you left us hanging with this new stage that you are stepping into around your soul gifts and your soul path that you're awakening to. And I'm sure there's much more to come. But where do you see yourself stepping into the future? What purpose, passion, Gifts do you see yourself embodying?
0: Thank you for asking. And yes, we'll see how the incredible unfolding happens. It always throws some surprises in there, at least for me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been really feeling, I've been offering intuitive sessions and that has felt really great my people have been kind of coming out of the woodwork to really express their thanks in the sessions I've been giving which has been a very like honoring and almost an uncomfortable way talking about receiving and so I'm moving more into doing that type of work uh, doing healing work and you know, my heart work and excitement too in relation to the Lucia light and other light technologies, frequency technologies such as the Therify. I, yeah, I'm really excited to move to more of a kind of a collective of some sort. I see forming, I've been seeing it for years, but I'm starting to really see it happen now where there's a group of people really want to be peers coming together, kind of holding more of a community space. Um, for these type of technologies and this type of awakening work we're doing. So I can spend more time in my channel and my gifts and in sharing that directly.
1: I'm so excited. I send you so much love for that, Alison. and I'm sure much like this stage of your journey, this next stage will be just as luminous and bright. And I think I think you're a symptom of, you know, as we've spoken about today in a couple of different ways of this greater awakening and pull to coming back to tribe, right? Coming back to not just being the powerful beings that we are, but being in deep connection, right? Title of the show today, connection to others to empower each other to grow, right? So I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your connection. I love you very much. And I appreciate you spending time with me today.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Harrison. Yes. Thank you for touching so many hearts with your, you know, all the ways you do. And you're such an incredible mirror and guide and friend. Love you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm so excited for the continued unfolding of the perfect present moment. So me too. thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, Melison. Beautiful beings. Thank you for spending time with us today, either on the podcast or live. If you got some value out of this chat, please share it out far and wide to a friend, a family member, a lover that you think it can support and illuminate. If you're interested in this event this weekend, it'll be in the show notes. So click it and join. We'll see you there. But regardless, we send you so much love. We send you so much light. And until next time, be beautiful. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma, spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions, ladies and gentlemen. You've tuned into a bit of a different type of show.